People assume that people want to do it to die. I literally didn't see any other way out of it at that moment in time. There you go. Thank you very much. Oh, look at this. Quite a lot of it was fake. Not from my part. So, Hallam yeah. FM, they interviewed me. You said much bigger. Rather than fat. Yeah, because you're trained to think that calling somebody fat is bad. Yeah. And you <laughs> use knickers instead of tissue, your nose don't get sore. Sometimes you post naked pictures and stuff. Well, I don't Pretty make... Whoa, no, no, whoa, whoa. I do get asked, like, to do fetish shit a lot of times. And my response shit? is, like, if you pay me. The rate card will be in the description. <laughs> <of Martin Miller. laughs> Being oh, equal. That's such a man thing It is, it say. is. I know it is, I know it is. I have a wife, so that means I like women. No. Because we've got that ingrained idea that if you say at school, I want to be an actor, Nah, you're being unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but, that. but being a doctor, that's fine. It doesn't really matter that, mate. I mean, we were talking People. about you having a piss the other day. I know, yeah. I said, just go in the toilet, we'll leave that bit in. <laughs> yeah. I was like, okay. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, Jeff's worried for the audio listeners that he might get in the video, but that's cool. because Jeff directly into shop. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff's link is always in the description forever and a day. Just while, before we get into the podcast, we have been talking off camera and off audio about Louis Farrell, and I'm shocked why I've never watched Louis Farrell. Because you make him sound like he's amazing. Well, he is a god. You love him, don't you? I absolutely love him. If I met him, I'd cry. <laughs> I legit would cry. Louis, if you're listening, mate. <laughs> oh, I don't, because he's just got Instagram. And I'm like, is this legit? Is this legit? Has he got and a blue really... tick? Pardon? Has he got a blue tick? No. Oh, right, it's not him. <laughs> it might be him. Don't, don't do that to my dreams. It has to be him. So... We should start. I never know how to start these things because it just feels weird because we've just been chatting normally. Yeah, just crack on. Just and then now I'm chatting. like, yeah, let's just chat. So I'm here today on That David Podcast with Rolling With Lindsay. She's just Lindsay, but your tag is Rolling With Lindsay. <laughs> yeah, my name is Lindsay. <laughs> yeah. Just to clarify, it's not Rolling With Lindsay. That's not my name. So people come up to you and say... Are you rolling with Lindsay? Yeah, and I always come back with some sarcastic reply and they're like, she's not how she went on there. Because I'm just <laughs> like, well, I'm not rolling with her because I am her, but my name's Lindsay. Yes, why? And I always know that it's off her Instagram, but I like, because people just sometimes look at me like, yeah. And I'm like, I ain't got a fucking clue who you are. Yeah, yeah. And I don't mean it in a dickhead way. I no. just mean like, I don't know who you are. You're saying hello to me. And I, and I, I still sometimes don't click on that that's like a thing yeah because people do like even my friends she hates social media my best friend hates it but she like people do know who you are now so you're just gonna have to get on with it stop definitely because i'm like who are you and i can't help it it's just my i'm really defensive so as soon as somebody comes, i'm like yeah <laughs> i don't know i know you it is weird though isn't it because I've, I've been speaking to this with a few other people as well and who are on social media and they're saying about when they get recognized people are like oh it's you whoever you might be and you think yeah, but i don't know who you are i know you yeah, watch all my content and know me but i ain't got a clue who you are it's like they know everything about you and i'm so like honest and i, I literally share like i'll be on the toilet and i'll be on instagram <laughs> like drinking wine on the toilet and people just know stuff about you like did i say that i can't remember saying that and they're like so how's your granddad has he got lots of onions and you're like 
<laughs> and it's a post from like two years ago with me with a bag of onions with my granddad. That's yeah. the bit that people remember it and is. it's so weird. And they'll just remind you stuff that you can't even remember posting. Yeah, because you are so natural and real, you're kind of just sharing in the moment. Yeah, I just, le- I just legit share what is happening, especially mm. on my stories. The problem is with me, I think, like with my reach and stuff, a lot of people say that they just prefer my stories and they're there mm. for my stories, not for my posts. And they disappear, so you can't yeah. remember what you've said two yeah. days ago. So they're there for my stories and like I get a lot more interaction with my stories than I do with my posts. Yeah. But I like that because I'm building a genuine relationship. Yes. It's not a part of, oh, you follow me, I'm so great. It's mm. a part of, well, let's talk. Let's what what's you doing? What's in your life? Yeah. And that's what I like, yeah. especially because my friendship group is consists of two people and my sister, and that's yeah. it. And I've got my cousin, and that's my group of friends. Yeah. So I like knowing about other people. It's yeah. good. That is good. That is good. We put on, um, I think it's on the David and Danetta website about page or work with us on page or something. I like. I think there's a statement where I put. Um, we're not building followers, we're building a community. Exactly, yeah. Because I think I, that's yeah. what you should do. If you're genuine about this, that's what you should do. Because, yeah. I mean, you could... Like, I know we were speaking on camera, some people, you can just go and buy 10,000 followers today. Yeah. What does it mean? And it's not... And also, I can't imagine the feeling of knowing that you've bought it. For me, it's... It's just cheating. The, the, I did feel accomplished when I'd hit 10,000. Of course I did. I'm not going to lie about oh, that. Yeah. But if you're buying them then it's like, there's not that feeling. That is just fake. It's about how you're being perceived mm. and it's disingenuous. Yeah. You're not, I like people, like I say, to know that I'm real and that my opinions are going to be what I honestly think. Yeah. And like when people do gift me stuff and everything, which I still find really weird, but when they do, <laughs> they know that what I say is legit. It's yeah. not just, if this is oh, good, this it's is great good. because it's it is this company. Yeah. So, yeah. That's it, it's brilliant. So, a bit more about Lindsay is your, do you class yourself then as like an Insta blogger? I think that's what it says. Yeah, in but a lot of bloggers, don't like that term and it's like oh well they don't put as much effort in which granted i probably don't um <laughs> so it's just like my life is on instagram really yeah so it's not i do struggle when people are like so what are you i'm like well what i'm Lindsay. You? yeah you don't uh, actually need a lady yeah um so i do find that i would class myself as an insta blogger but i know that terms hated by a lot of people yeah um, I, I already pissed i already said Bloggers pissed me off it last one, so I don't know I if mean, I can I've say seen, it on this one. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, ooh, okay. But um, I am one, so I'm allowed to say yeah, it, I Yeah, yeah. I think the effort that you have to... The, the thing I do is I post instantly. I mean, it's very rare I create content, like create it. And yeah. when I do, I feel weird. Right. When I'm going out of my way to create, like, oh, let's just take this photo. Look, I'm eating this ice cream that I'm going to bin in two seconds. Uh, um, I I think it's better just to post mm. there in the moment uh, because that's how people build a genuine relationship yeah. with you. That's a, that's a very good point. That I definitely agree with that. I, it always comes across more genuine when you are posting in the moment. Yeah. Because I notice a lot of time as well, I'll, I'll think, right, I'm going to insta-story the shit out of today. Yeah. And I'll be like, right, we're doing this today, I'm doing that, and I'll be off it. And then it all changes. Like yesterday, I was supposed to be doing a day of filming, and then it started pissing it down, and I'm like, oh, I can't film no more. So, And it's all like the people watching that are seeing my day unfold, and they're looking at their day thinking, oh, yeah, my day sometimes just goes tits Yeah, out. especially like I will... I will post when I'm going to work and when I'm leaving work. Mm. Um, and people like that because they see that 
Like, I have a day job. <laughs> this is not in any sense my job. Mm. This is just, it is a platform for me. When people ask why I started, I got bullied at school and I got bullied fairly bad. Like, people have it worse than me and I appreciate that. Well, any bullying's um, zero but, um and that's why I started it. It was an online community to see people like me. I didn't yeah. see people like me growing up. And that's why I try and build relationships. It's not just about a following. Yeah. It's about being inspired by other people and hopefully making them feel good. Yeah. And I try and engage with as many people as I can, telling them to look in and telling them to have a nice day. Yeah. Because growing up, I didn't have that. I didn't have that yeah. platform. So, so that do you think social media then is obviously a really positive tool when you're using it in a positive way like If you're you using it in a positive way. Yeah. Um, also, I find that putting yourself out there on social media, it's like a therapy for me. I've admitted that in one of my posts. Yeah. Um, if you put everything out there, I've always said, if you never lie about anything and you're honest, yeah. nobody has anything on you ever because it's already out there. Yes. So they can't, I put my bad days and my good day, I put when I look like shit on, I put <laughs> when I look like this on. Yeah. So there's, n I'm completely transparent. Mm. There's nothing, I can honestly say there's mm. nothing that Instagram doesn't know about me. Yeah. And um, some people might be like, well, that's a bit of a bad thing, but I think it's a good thing. Well, if it's helping you as well, because from what you said there then, it's like, it helps your mental health. Yeah. Like you don't have to have had bad mental health, but you there's all you can always make it better than what it yeah, is. Yeah. And and obviously how you're using social media makes you feel better about yourself. Yeah, definitely. So it's like it, it can only be a good thing, I think. And even though I'm 21, I see people younger than me, and I see that they're going through the shit that I went through. Mm. And people have come to me, and this is when <clears throat> people going about being an influencer. If I want to influence anybody in any way, this is how I want to do it. People have come to me and said, I'm having a really shit day. This has happened. I've been to Tixphone today and this has happened. Yeah. What do I do? And I advise them on what to do. Yeah. And then like six months later, they'll come back to me and be like, I did that and I feel so much better. That and that is what I want to do. Yes. I, I enjoy companies and brands and that. I love it. Of course I do. But if I want to influence people in any way, yeah. it's to how to get through shit, how to be self how to be unapologetically you yeah. and just not give a fuck. That is fucking, that is brilliant. That is, it's, really, it's so refreshing to hear people using social media like that. And I think a lot of people, especially that don't understand it, don't quite get the whole influencer thing. Yeah. And I've said before, like I don't like being called an influencer, but I think the, the bigger picture and what I see when I look at all your content and, and speak to you and stuff is um, being an influencer, now and again is about saying oh look i'm working with this brand they're yeah. giving me a couple of pounds this eyeshadow is absolutely banging yeah. you should buy it because you have to pay the bills but on the bigger scale like you're saying is so you need that side of influencing to pay bills and because it's cool and it's nice to get little perks and stuff but then the other side the more important side probably is that you get to influence possibly you know tens hundreds if not thousands of young other young girls, young Lindsay's yeah, that, that are going definitely. through what you went through. But it's like, I think some people are almost like, if you're not doing the influencing young girls and being all good and stuff, which is amazing, um, and you're doing the makeup -y stuff, it's like, oh, you've got to be one or other. And it's like, I think yeah. that, that's where I think people don't understand you have to weigh both up. Yeah. Because especially if you want to make it as a job as well. Yeah. But, I am a, like, I am a bit of everything because people also ask, well, what's your main audience? And I'm like, well, 
I don't know. It's just people who relate to me, and that's mm. what I want. I've also had people that I used to go to school with that bullied me, that have messaged me saying, look, I want to say sorry, and the reasons wow. that they did it, and, like, I look up to you now, and things like that. That is brilliant. And, and that's the contrast, because I couldn't put myself out there like that at school. I didn't yeah. feel like I could, not until like the last two years. And even then I got shit for it. I remember I used to wear like headscarves and flowers and the letter, um, the school produced a letter to say like, you can't wear hair accessories. And it was aimed at me. And I remember, asking, <laughs> I remember asking my form tutor because she was mint, best teacher I've ever had. Yeah. And she never even taught me, but she was like my school mum. I said, can you be honest with me? Is that aimed at me? And she just looked at me and I was like, like that's a load, of, it's a load of bollocks. Why can't I be who yeah. I want to be, and why can't I express myself like that? The, yeah, you should be able to. That's one thing that I do really like because I've got two teenage daughters, and they go to XP. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard of XP school, I have, yeah. and they don't have uniform. They, yeah. There's obviously certain restrictions, like you're told you can't just turn up in a, uh, let's say, a mini skirt and a crop yeah, top yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So there's certain restrictions, but in the main, they're all about express yourself. Yeah. If you want to come to school and you wear baggy clothes or even wear your tops wrong way around or just whatever yeah. is expressing yourself, that is one thing that I think that school's definitely got well and I think a lot of other schools could use. I mean, there is the other side of the coin where families that maybe can't buy the more expensive stuff, yeah. it's opening up to bullying, but it's like there must be some... Like, well, I, I suppose the medium ground there is you probably still wearing a school uniform. You just wanted to add a couple of accessories to yeah. express yourself. So I think that should be allowed. Yeah, and I mean, I think the idea of uniform for me reinforces the idea that people need to look the same and act the same. We all need to be robots in society, and I'm not down for that. I'm not down for that. People need to be individual. And I always got, because in sixth form, you're allowed to wear what we wear. Yeah. And in sixth form, I used to get, um, well, would you wear that for an interview? And because I were a cocky little shit, I used to say, well, what if I want to be a BBW webcam girl? Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, I mean, and I used to write it down on papers just to be a cunt because yeah, yeah. they were asking me stupid questions. What, would you wear that at an interview? Yeah. Well, probably not, no, yeah. but that's not relevant. It depends it's on the job. who I am, it's who I am. Yeah. I go to work like this some days, mm. so, yeah, I would turn up at work like that. Yeah. And they never know what your job is going to be. It's reinforced in that idea of school that you've got to be a lawyer or a teacher. Nobody Academic, can just work yeah. in a shop. That's yeah. never good enough. What if somebody genuinely just wants to work in a shop yeah. and have a life? Yeah. Do you know what I, mean? I know lots of people. I come from like a, a real working class village where most people don't usually go out of the village very often because yeah. we've got everything we need in the well in the next village to where I live we've got everything we need and everyone's like yeah I work in local shop or you know local bookies or I'm local butcher or whatever it is and everybody like is happy they yeah. just get in the main I mean there's obviously good points and bad points but the in the main everybody is happy because they're just like yeah I just want to get about doing I, what don't, I'm doing. I don't know what's wrong with just getting by yeah there's I hate this idea that money buys your happiness and it, you've got to be right up there to be something what if you're just content just being you mm. and that's such a good thing and and that's what should be reinforced in school like things like manners they're not taught in school things about it's all about subject-based work and things like music and drama they're just disappeared yeah um the teacher i read about earlier she constantly shares posts about um drama being took off the schedule and music being took off the schedule and 
they're the places where people express themselves the yeah. most. And if they can't do that, it's again reinforcing that idea that we should all be the same. Yeah. My school definitely didn't in any way for me give off that idea that you could be individual. Yeah. In no sense of the meaning. Um and that's no disrespect to them. I just think that's generally that's what the schools, curriculum. Yeah, like, it's what schools what, like. Yeah. When did you think uh, or when at what point did you start feeling really confident about expressing who you are? Like, what, do you remember, like, what age or time? Uh, Yeah, because there was a poignant moment, and, like, I'm sorry if you don't say this, but I am going to say there's a trigger warning, because it's just, that's what I'm like. Um, so when I got bullied, um, there was one day, and it were doing, we were doing some exams, and we got put in, like, mm. focus groups to focus on the bits of the exams that mm -hmm. we didn't know. I walked into that room, and every single person in that room had bullied me. Or wow. did bully me. Yeah. I walked out and I said to one of my teachers, I said, you've got to get me out of that room. I will not pass my exam. And and they said, you've got to stay in that room. And I said, well, I'm refusing. Yeah. And then there were an English teacher and he, I, I didn't get on with him that well. And it was one of those times where you think, wait a minute, it's actually all right. Yeah. He says, right, I'm not happy about it, but I'm going to take her out. And we did a, a little focus group with me and like my friends. Um, and then these two lads um, said something before I went into the exam, and it were about my grandma. Uh, right. My grandma, um, she had dementia, and I used to care for her. Right. And I went home, and it was probably the shittiest day of my life. Mm. And I'd, I did take an overdose, and um, obviously it didn't work, wow. <laughs> which is good. Yeah, yeah, that is <laughs> I, I was terrified. Um, I told my mum. How old were you at this uh, stage? So? I think about 14. Wow. Um, and... I came out from it, I went into hospital obviously, and I came out and I literally, and I think this is why I'm so mature, at that point I thought I could either carry on or I can just fuck shit up. Yeah. And I just fucked shit up and I just went back and I thought, you know what, you can fuck off. Yeah. I'm just gonna be who I am yeah. and I'm not gonna let other people's opinions bother me anymore. Wow. So that was the poignant moment in my yeah. life. Well, I can imagine, yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> thanks for sharing that, Jesus so. Christ. Like that, I think that'll really own me a lot of people though because obviously there's a lot of people that are really struggling mentally and at such young ages, like I don't, it was kind of a different time because you're 21, I'm like, 12 year older than yeah. you. So my school period were a lot different yeah. uh, in just in the time of the world than that. And you didn't really ever see many people. I'm sure anxiety, depression, yeah, yeah, yeah. suicidal thoughts and things like that. I'm sure it did happen, but it weren't really a focus. You never really knew it happened. Yeah. But I think in today's world, it's becoming scarily common that younger people are having those types of thoughts. And then even like yourself, going that extra step yeah. and actually attempting I mean, it. I did... Um, I um, did a story about this because people are like always searching for attention. Yeah, I am, because in a good way. Because yeah. I didn't have that attention when I was younger. I didn't have people. But I mean, my family are great. They always have been. Mm. I can't. I can't be thankful enough. And it shouldn't be a point where we're like, oh, my family's great. It should just be given. But for some people, it's not. They've yeah. always been so supportive. My mum used to buy me like Christmas decorations to put in my hair because she knew what I was like. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I didn't have that social group. I didn't have that group checking in and making sure yeah. I was genuinely okay. Yeah. I had one person, as I say, she's still my best friend now. Um, but we, 
nobody would talk about it because they'd get branded as an attention seeker. Mm. And I think if people are going to do that, then there's a reason they want attention. Yeah. They're needing help. Go and help them. Why is that a bad thing? Yeah. Um, yeah. So I did a story about like sharing my experience and sharing like being bullied and stuff. And I always find that for me, and this is just my thought process, if I share that I did that, it's like putting value and worth on what happened to me. But it did happen to me and I did get bullied yeah. and whatever level it was at, it still happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so I should be able to share that and I should be able to talk about that. Yeah. And it shouldn't be stigmatised. It should just be a part of me, but it isn't me. Yeah, um, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, This happened. It doesn't define who I am yeah. for the rest of my life, but it is something that yeah. helped me define who I am as a, a bigger person, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And it's, I think it's really brave of you as well to be able... I mean, I don't want that to sound like condescending, like, oh, you're brave. Oh, it's all right. But yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, I do think because there's so many people that don't talk about it and it is so stigmatised, people that do talk about it and like you, talking about it in a genuine, real way, you're not like, oh, I want attention because I just like people to like me. Mm. It's like, no, I, you're, you can now use that as a, this did happen and I do want to raise awareness about it and get attention so that I can, as your bigger goal is to help mm. other young Lindsay's, yeah. little, you know, younger people that might be going through what you yeah, went through. Definitely. So it's massively admirable, I think. And I always, that's one part of this podcast I always wanted it to obviously to have funny bits and entertain people mm. but also I want to raise awareness about lots of different things yeah and like I didn't even know that had happened I didn't know you were going to speak yeah, about it yeah I mean happened. a lot of it's, it's not I I've posted about it very vaguely yeah um I never put I, I never say it as openly as I've just said it so put, people might be surprised um yeah. but I do touch upon it um and I also like to discuss the reasons why because People assume that people want to do it to die. Now, some people do. I'm not talking for them. But for me, yeah. I literally didn't see any other way out of it at that moment in time. It wasn't a case of dying. My end goal wasn't to die. I just wanted it to stop just for a few hours, a few days, yeah. however long. I just wanted it to stop. Like, and I didn't know how to get out. I didn't. Yeah. I felt like I was trapped and that I couldn't escape. And for me, that was my release. Yeah. And I think for some people that describe it as a cry for help, mm. some people, I don't know, some people would describe it as an attention seeking thing, which I'm not even going to get into. Mm. But for me, I felt trapped. I didn't know how to get out. And, and you were only 14. Yeah, yeah. Like, 40, I've got a 14 and 15-year-old. They're kids. They're still kids. They think they know everything. Oh, yeah. Tell, but they oh, don't yeah, know yeah. nothing Yeah. I thought I knew absolutely everything. Yeah. How wrong I was. <laughs> um, but so yeah. you've grown up really quickly. Because I can already tell from meeting you about an hour-ish ago, mm. you're very much more grown up than your average 21-year-old. Yeah, I find as well, like, from an early age, I was put in a situation where I had to think about people. My grandma had dementia. Mm. Um, she had it quite severe uh, before she passed away. And I used to go around and, like, look after my grandma. Yeah. Me, my mum and my sister. And my dad, to be fair to me. We, we all went around and we looked after her. I used to have to change her, wash her. Do you know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. But I chose to put myself in that situation. It was yeah. never forced upon me. It yeah. was never, right, go and look after your grandma. See, that's even better then, isn't it? Because yeah. at that age, at such a young age as well, it's like yeah. some kids would be like, 
oh, I'll let my mum and dad sort that out because it's a bit of a difficult situation yeah. for, for me to put myself in. But with me and my sister have always been very self-aware due to that reason. Yeah. And I think that was what else played a part in what I did when I was 14 because when my grandma passed away, I felt so lost mm. because everything I did was for her. Yeah, you feel like maybe oh, I ain't got, what's my purpose Yeah, now? definitely, definitely. Um, and I never knew my grandma any different. So mm, I have consciously had to grow up really quick mm. uh, because I've I wouldn't say I'm a selfless person because I'm not I'm very selfish but <laughs> yeah. I've always grown up around knowing the other side knowing that some people do need help and some people need care and and things about money and stuff I've always grown up very aware yeah so just while while you've you've opened up about all this bullying and stuff like that a, a very good a positive that I've seen from you as well and from the days of bullying I, I just made a note of it because I don't want to get it wrong oh Jesus um if you want to talk about the uh you know what I'm gonna say don't you yeah, the sky the, sports I've brought living, my award have you brought your award I have brought my get award. the award let's get it on the table oh Thank you very much. Oh, look at this. <laughs> the Sky Sports Living for Sport Award. I mean, Stu Student of the Year Award. I mean, I've never lived for sport, clearly, but apparently oh, I did. Right there. <laughs> get, get rid of this branding mug. That is fantastic. So how did that come about? Then? I don't fucking know. <laughs> <laughs> so um, apparently, I mean, this is what happened. Um, we had, like, these tutors come in or something to, like, <laughs> to like uh, underachieving kids in sport, so uh, you know, being branded as that, it's always really good. Um, <laughs> so they came in and they like, I don't, I can't remember. Do you know what? I I, I half asked it. So how I got, yeah. I don't know. I saw your interview though, and you spoke really well. How old were you at that point? Uh, two thousand and eleven. So so eight years ago. Yeah. So you were whatever eight 13. years ago. <laughs> yeah. So and you spoke really well about like winning the award and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so basically, these tutors came in. They were like from out. They weren't RP teachers. Mm. And they did like not just sports with us, they did like workshops with us. Yeah. And um, obviously, again, they knew I was avidly getting bullied. And um, I, did, I did really well. I enjoyed it. I really, yeah. really did enjoy it. And they did like the different side sports, like coaching yeah. and things like that. You know, somebody who was typically not into sport, they did make it enjoyable, to be fair to them. Yeah. And then my teacher came up to me one day, a PE teacher, so I was already alarmed. And she, <laughs> up, she went, um, I've got this for you. And it was like, you have been selected for a regional finalist of Sky Sports Living for Sports Award. And I was like, what for? <laughs> and I didn't know for a really, like, legit, didn't know why. Yeah. And I, and then papers were coming to me, and I was like... Papers? Like, yeah, like, and then um, LMFM, I'll tell you about LMFM in a minute, and I am name-dropping because I want them to know how they made me feel. Um, <laughs> and then they were like, oh, it's because uh, you've overcome bullying through doing this project. Now, I'll just tell you something. It had fuck all to do with project that I overcame bullying. But I let yeah. them think that. That's yeah, fair. Yeah. Um, and then I were invited to Wembley. Then I were in an advert with Jessica Ennis. Ooh. Then, uh, yeah, we had a day at Wembley. And, like, my name were all over. And, like, people were coming to interview me. And stuff. It was so weird. That is it crazy. It was so weird. And you were saying before we started, I'm not that interested. I mean, <laughs> honestly, <are>. <laughs> at, the t at the time, like, I watch it now and I laugh at it. Yeah. Because there were just, it, quite a lot of it was fake. 
not from my part. So yeah. Hallam FM, they interviewed me and <laughs> they said, so since doing the project, have you physically changed in any way? I went, no, I'm still fat. Yeah. <laughs> and <laughs> there were, and I, I remember you were like, oh, right. Okay. So what's changed since? And I'm like, I don't fucking know what's changed since. I just know I was on it. Yeah, because that isn't even the reason why you'd got over bullying and yeah, stuff, is it? Yeah, so I don't know. I mean, I, I suppose they didn't even know you had got over bullying. Did anyone, did anyone <laughs> actually ask you? They're just like, oh, we've shoved her on this thing. Give yeah, her an award and she'll be fine. And then like when Sky Sports came to interview me, because they came to, I remember having my hair done, thought I was in... I'd made it at like five in the morning by an hairdresser, look like a right dickhead, but anyway. <laughs> and they came in and they were like, right, at the end of this, do you think you can cry for us? Are you joking? No. Who said that? Sky Sports. The film, I don't know. Oh. So at the end of the video, did you watch the end of it where I'm like, hmm? Where I laugh right at the end. I think so, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, do you think you could just add, add, a, add a tear on for us? I'm like, mate, I'm 13 and that. you're asking me to cry on cue. And I'm like, uh, I can try, but it, it didn't happen. That is there. bullshit, Sky yeah. Sports. But anyway, it, it was a good point in my life. And for like six months, it did stop me getting bullied for six yeah. months. So it, did that, so yeah, in school then, once you'd gone through that and that had been aired on TV and stuff, that helped, like bullies didn't, or because I, I fear for... If that had happened to one of my girls, they'd be devastated because they'd be like, everybody at school is going to take piss out of me. For oh, this. yeah, I got that as well. You got that so, as well. like, for like a few months, it stopped being the fat bastard and all that lot. It started being, because on the clip, on the. Um, <laughs> on the TV clip that I really enjoyed doing, um, <laughs> it says, I can be who I want to be. Right. So, loads of kids would just go, Lindsay, be who you want to be. Yeah. Lindsay. And people used to just go, guess what, Lindsay, I'm being who I want to be. And I was just like, oh, fuck. Kids are like that. They grab yeah. onto little things, don't but they? And to be fair, that it. were refreshing for me yeah, from, yeah. from what I used to get. I was like, do you know what? You'll crack on and be who you want yeah. to be. Um, <laughs> but no, I joke about it. But I suppose looking back at it, it was a big thing at the time, yeah. especially for my school. We got the boxing academy because of it. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's... and like when kids out of the academy would step piss out of me, I thought, well, you won't be boxing if it weren't for me, but all right, crack on. Yeah. Um, so at the time, it was a big thing. But genuinely, I still don't quite understand what happened yeah. or why I got it. No. Because I didn't overcome bullying because of the project. No. Like, it is a really good project, and I have seen people who have done it since who have overcome things yeah, through it. Yeah. So I'm not saying it didn't work, but personally for me, that wasn't what it were about. It's like they, they spoil it. We add in those fake bits. It's like the project, in theory, is very, very good. So just do the project. People yeah. will know it's good. And I also felt a bit like, and I know this will annoy like my family and stuff because they think it were really good. And it, it was, and oh, I am proud. proud. I, I am proud of it. But I almost felt like I was a token bully kid because I was the one who got bullied. So out of all the finalists, yeah. we have to have someone with a bit of a sob story, a yeah. bit of a, you know. And I, I felt like maybe they were doing it for expert. Like, you know, look who we've helped. Yeah, We've like, helped somebody who's been bullied. It's kind of like they picked you for the story. It was yeah. great, rather than... And, and like, especially thing. when I had that interview over at phone and they say, have you been phys are you physically changed? It were like... The and that was Alam FM? Yeah, I'm sure. That. I think it... Uh, it were a local. It's in now. It's in now. <laughs> if it weren't your Alamo we're sorry. Clearly <laughs> not an ad. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, so 
um, when they said, have you, been, have you physically changed? It were like, that it couldn't just be all right that I did it and I enjoyed it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It had to be, oh, well, she was bullied really bad. Yeah. And now she's not. And I felt like, hey, you fuckers, I still am. Yeah. I still am getting yeah. bullied. Um, but yeah, it was good. It was an experience. I bet it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. That's good. Um, I know we want to talk about, this was something that I wanted to discuss as well, and I was so happy when we were talking before about what we were going to discuss on the podcast, um, the word fat. Yeah. Because I know that that's a word, because I was speaking to Danetta about this, obviously preparing myself for yeah, the podcast, yeah. and I'm like, it's one of those words that is usually used for bad yeah. rather than good. You don't generally use the word unless you're being mean and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah. Um, and I thought, I heard a quote once, and it, was it something like, you you have fat, you're not fat, yeah, or yeah, something. Yeah. And then you mentioned how you've got something to say about the word fat and stuff, yeah, and, yeah. and talk about. So what? Like, have you heard those quotes before? What do you think? About right. That sort so of basically, um, a lot of my clothes. I mean, I'm wearing it today. Like, a lot of my clothes have the word fat written on them. I've got a pin, by the way. Sorry to interrupt there. Fierce fat feminist. That's what I. I am mean, I did have. say didn't have to wear it, no, but you I'm know, wearing it. you you know. I am it now. That's it. That's it. What does your top say? Um, my kink is getting called fat by men I reject on the internet. <laughs> um, so I don't use the word fat in a negative light at yeah. all. Um, my mum says this, even from a really young age, because I've always been fat, um, from a young age, I've always, if people are like, oh, you're big, you're chunky. Yeah, yeah. Now I'm fat. Like, I am fat. Yeah. I'm not a, like, obviously, I am not fat. I am fat. Yeah. If that makes sense. I know what you mean. Yeah, like that saying, <laughs> like what that saying is um, trying to get at. But the word fat is an adjective. Mm. I did a post about this. It is an adjective, and that how, is how you describe somebody. And I think using the word fat in society should be normalised. Mm-hmm. Now, I know people get offended by it, mm. but... Mm we need to retrain our brains. You know, women used to not be allowed to vote, then we started making an uproar, then we're allowed to vote. Yeah, and people yeah. are like, that's the right thing. Yeah. So I think as long as we sit back on an offence and be like, oh yeah, if you call somebody fat, you're being negative. As long as we keep that, then that opinion will be upheld. Yeah. Upheld. Yeah. Um, so I use the word fat very easily. If somebody calls me fat, I am not offended because I am fat. Right. I, I always, though, don't understand why is anybody calling you fat even if not to be offensive? Unless it was like, so you say, like, I don't know, say I'm saying, oh, Lindsay, have you seen? It's it's Jeff over there and there's four people and there's three that are skinny yeah. and there's one that's much bigger. Yeah. You're like, is that when you're... It's but see what you're one. doing now. What but you do say? you see what you're doing now? No, tell me. You said much bigger. Rather than fat. Yeah, because you're trained to think that calling somebody fat is bad. Yeah. And I can see even that when you're saying fat, you're like, fat. And I can yeah. see that that's a thing. Yeah, and yeah, that's because it it's ingrained in society that using the word fat is wrong. Yeah. And it isn't. No. People need to retrain their brains. And like people say to me, well, you wear these tops and stuff, but kids are going to read it. Well, yeah, because kids, yeah, some of them are going to grow up to be fat. Yeah. Do you know <laughs> what I mean? And it's the idea of not saying things. It's like the hush-hush behind it. It's reinforcing that it's a bad thing. Yeah. My body type, I am fat, and people should be able to use that yeah. and use it without thinking, 
shit, I'm going to say fat now. Because people are like, yeah. so... That is what I think, genuinely. Yeah, and I yeah, don't mind admitting it, because that's this yeah, is what this that's, conversation's about. Yeah, that's it, isn't it? It's, it's naturally, like, people say to me, and I fucking hate this, you're not fat, you're beautiful. Well, I'm fat and beautiful, yeah, but yeah. I mean... They don't, uh, they're not exclusive. Yeah, <laughs> and that, that engrossed idea that you can't use the word fat then tells me that you are seeing fat as a negative, which mm. then means that you view my body as a negative. Yeah, it does. So if you can't use it happily, it's because you've got that opinion in the back of your head, whether you mean it intentionally or yeah. not, that a fat Which body would be, in fairness, more subconscious to people. Yeah. Wouldn't it? Because I genuinely could not give a shit what people look yeah. like. But, but because subconsciously, yeah, like you're, you're saying, you you're can't call people fat, you can't call people it. fat. It's yeah. like, I don't care yeah. what size you are, I couldn't yeah. care less what you look like, yeah. like with anybody else. But yeah, I wouldn't, you wouldn't use the word fat. And it's like, yeah. it is such a, it's refreshing. Do you have other friends then, let's say the fat friends, yeah. without being like horrible? I, I have no that, fat friends. That feel, oh, so, so I was going <laughs> to say, is that other people, that feel exactly the same as you. Or because people might be like, all right, okay, so cool, so you're all right with it, but other people aren't, they still get I mean, my friends are banging, like they call me fat and it's great, it's- I think friends get a leeway, don't they can do what they want. It's refreshing to be in a group where they get it. They just get like, so those little is a fat one. And that's fine, but people love a bit. <gasps> yeah, you yeah. can't say that. And it's yeah. like, you, if you knew me, you'd know that you can. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't. I think my family again. They are alright to call me fat. Um, I I won't. I won't say I've encountered anybody that after I disclose that I don't mind being called fat. Yeah. I don't think I've met anybody that can't describe me in that way. Yeah. Um, like, I can't say that word. <laughs> but anyway, people in a professional environment. Yeah. They want to. I'm going to tell. I've got to tell a story. So I started working and I met somebody, and they went, "Well, you're fat, aren't you?" I went, "Yeah, I am." <laughs> and and the shock of the horror of the people that I worked with and of the person I was speaking to, because I could just do that mm. and be like, "Yeah, I am." Yeah. It, it's it's weird to see because I've always grown up describe myself as fat. See what blows my mind away is like why that person feels the need to say what your body shape is. What does it matter? Well, they have no filter because. Right, of... right, right, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, but you know, like people in in general life. Yeah. Like I I have a big thing. Like it's it's almost like the bigger problem. So whether it's fat, skinny pretty, ugly, whatever those words might mean why to each individual person. Yeah, society. why are we describing people full stop? Yeah, Do, exactly. Why does it matter? And I agree with that, but the word fat is still very stigmatised and whether yeah. you actively use it or not, it still shouldn't be as stigmatised as it is. And I'm not saying that, like, so in burlesque, the word fat is okay and it's great people like fat performers this person there's a um there's fat cabaret and it's called fat cabaret yeah and why shouldn't that be a thing yeah why shouldn't that be a thing why not yeah i agree i I really like it's just really nice and refreshing to where people have different opinions to like what the norm is because i asked my girls this morning because i knew obviously you were coming on and i knew about the bullying um, and we're going to talk about body positivity in a sec as well, which I suppose is really what all yeah, this yeah. is about as well. And and I said to them, I said, does bullying happen in your school? Um, which it happens in every school. 
and they were like, yeah, they didn't say like whether it's severe or not. I said, but when you are aware of somebody being bullied at school, what's it usually around? Like, is there a common theme? And they all, and they said immediately, both of them at the same time, they went, how people look. Mm. Like not necessarily fat, skinny, yeah, but, but pretty, yeah, scruffy, look. cool. And it, and, it, and it really alarmed me because I was like, well, it didn't really alarm me because it didn't shock me because I'm thinking, yeah, of course it is. Well, have you got things like Love Island on TV? Which are fucking. Oh, hate. don't even get me started. Oh. Like, while ever those shows are popular to our young people, looks will always be the most important thing. Yeah, they to will them always be age. more poignant over anything else. Mm. And sometimes I worry um, because I get a lot of comments like, you look great, I like how you dress, you're so original. Mm. But am I an original person? Like, I always think but what else am I? Like, I don't just want to be, you look different. I want to yeah. be different. Yeah. I want to, that's why I wear clothes that have writing on and statements on because I want to make a statement. It's not how I look per se, it's what message I am putting out yeah. there. And that's what makes you different. Yeah. Because you're consciously thinking about what message you put out yeah. there. You're not just like, oh, look, I'm cool because I wear these headphones that no one else yeah. wears. Yeah. It's like, no, I want... I'm wearing this because this is me, but I'm also got a personality. Listen to what I'm saying yeah. and what I'm telling you. It's like um, a big thing that I do is wear bodycon skirts and people might be like, right. What's a bodycon skirt? It's like a tight one, right? But like fat people are typically told not to wear tight clothes because right. you can see the stomach. And like, it's, and for me, it's sad. That's probably coming from somebody who's skinny. It, well, <laughs> so I make an active point of wearing stuff that, not that it's too tight for me, but that it's tight fitting. Yeah, yeah. Because then my body is being seen in society. Mm. And the the more people who see it, the more normal it becomes. Yes. And the more less taboo it becomes. So people are like, should she be wearing that? Well, yes, she should, because she can wear what the fuck she yeah. wants to wear. Agreed. And that's why I wear certain stuff. And mm. maybe people do think, Jesus Christ, she looks fucking awful. But do you know what? They're the people who've got their own issues yeah, and they yeah. need to deal with that. Yeah. Um, so I wear things that do make a statement, whether it's wearing things that have writing on or wearing things that are typically not worn by fat people. Mm -hmm. I wear them to say, well, actually, I can. Fuck you. Yeah, Basically, that's why yeah. I do it. That's yeah, why like, I do it. What I notice, like, obviously you're in the, let's say this influencer world, so I'm, I'm clubbing together YouTubers, bloggers, Instagrammers, yeah. all that type of stuff. Um, there's, there seems to be, especially this year, a really big movement on like body positivity. Yeah. Like half half of my issue is I see people posting a lot around it just because it's what's popping at the moment. Yeah. And I think, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, but like, and then I see like people like yourself and a couple of other people that I know on Instagram and they're like, it's kind of almost like part of your brand all the time. Mm. Like you, like you say, you wear stuff, you um, put things out with writing on and make statements all that really come boil down to like body positivity yeah. and you're happy being who you are, how you look like, what your personality is like and that sort of stuff. And then you get people that almost come in and like, oh yeah, I'm really happy about my body because I've put a couple of pounds on and stuff like, everybody should be happy. And that for you, it was like doing that all the time. Almost. Yeah. So it's a big part of, of your brand. Yeah, which is brand. natural for me, it's not. Yeah, do you think like, oh, just fuck off you? I think, the idea behind body positivity is it was created for marginalised bodies. Right. So, 
and I mean this in the nicest, because it's a very touchy subject, and I thought you were going to ask me about it, so yeah. thanks for that. Um, <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> um, I think the idea is, is it was created for marginalised bodies. Now, in Tudor times, you see, this is how you know I do my research. I don't just fucking go look at my fat body, it's great. Yeah. Um, in Tudor times, um, a fat person um, represented wealth, health, um, being able to eat a lot, because obviously they were big. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then obviously times changed, and then a slimmer body was what was I, I like, that was the ideology of being slimmer or having an hourglass figure. Yeah, yeah. So, marginalised bodies, like myself, were like, hold up, wait a minute, where's our recognition? Mm. Where's, where's our bodies? Where's our bodies in social media? Where's our bodies on adverts, on TV? Why are we always the joke? Why yeah. are we the token fat girl? Yeah. Um, and that's what body positivity was created behind. Right. Now everybody is entitled to feel good about themselves and that's what we want mm -hmm. and this is the issue with people who look at feminists negatively because they think oh they hate men they think they're better than men no. and this is what it is fat people hate skinny people no we don't we want fucking equality we just want to be able to walk down the street without somebody calling us a fat bastard yeah do you know what i mean yeah. and that's also the that's the people looking in who don't get it yeah so when a slimmer person does post and they post that they're bloated and hashtag body positivity oh. now I'm, I'm not being funny love but you ain't got the shit that i've got yeah. for your body yeah and i mean that in the nicest possible way because i i have slim friends like the majority of people i know are slim and it's not that they should be shamed for theirs because that's another thing that fucks me up the like the fat community are now going full circle and shaming slim people. And it's like, why <laughs> yeah. are you doing that? Yeah, why no, are you shaming somebody? Yeah. Because they because we maybe don't support the ideology doesn't mean that we can shame other people no. because they are it. And that also bothers me. So mm -hmm. The body positive community a bit at the moment is a bit tits up. Yeah. Is a bit tits up because we've got genuine body positive community. Yeah. Then we've got the fat community that, you know, that's fine. But then we've got the fat community that are hating people because they're slim. It's all fucked up. And then we've got the slim people who are hating fat people, but then the slim people who are trying to pose as fatter and it's just yeah, a to bit to use the hashtag. Yeah, yeah, it's just like I'm a bit confused. It is and it's, it's just so mad because like for somebody like myself, like obviously in my younger days course i will bother about looks yeah. and i will have been mean to some people i'm not at school you're a dickhead i'm a full-grown person now i've got my fourth kid on way i'm married like you grow up and yeah. you start figuring out what is actually important what do i want for my children and stuff and honestly like every it really kills me every day to see especially girls because it's definitely more girls for boys not that it, none of this affects boys because mm. it definitely does but numbers will tell you it's definitely more girls like my two teenage girls, it kills me every day how much they care about how they look. Yeah, definitely. And, and what actually, what bugs them as well. Like it'll literally be a bit of their eyebrow out of place and it's like, are you fucking kidding me? Like if yeah. that is the worst thing in your life today, you have got the best life ever. Yeah, definitely. And it, and it does really wind me up because people put way too much weight and importance on how people look. And I just think, 
it don't matter. Yeah. It's like, if you're nice to me, I'm nice to you. Exactly, yeah. And if you're a dick to me, I'll tell you to fuck off. Because, like, marginalised bodies do feel like they need to shout and be loud. I do. I, I admit that. Yeah. Maybe sometimes I am a bit much. Um, but then we're cancelling out the other voices and we shouldn't be doing that. Mm. It should be an equal playing field it's not about shouting louder it's about being heard yeah. and if we are then doing the opposite and shaming people for being slim i'm not here for that yeah. i'm not about that yeah. do you know what i mean and and sometimes i worry that i am part of that community and i think shit do people think that i don't like slim people yeah. do you know what i mean because yeah. that's not that's not what i'm here for yeah. i'm just making sure that i'm accepted in yeah. society yeah that's it i, I think People will get that though because, like I say, over a period of time, all the content that you post, like you were saying earlier, you're always just real, in the moment, yeah. genuine. And over time, anybody, if somebody comes across one of your posts, yeah. they're gonna make twenty assumptions that are completely Definitely, incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. If they watch, tw if they look at twenty of your posts, that's when you start thinking, oh, that isn't what she's about. She's about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, be, and while ever you're always being honest and truthful and genuine and all the rest of it, which a lot of people aren't on social media, people will get that. I always just think authenticity wins. Yeah. I think I had a similar conversation about um, people meeting people on social media. One's got bigger numbers than the other. And are they about my numbers and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. And I always think, like, as long as you're always authentic, you're fine. If somebody does make a judgment about you and go, bet they're only my friend because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. So that's their problem. If you're, yeah. if you're genuinely not, then it's not even a thing. It's not a problem. Yeah, definitely. Wonderland awaits brand ambassador. Aye. How did that come about? So, um, Zara did a competition, that's the Eleanor, uh, did a competition to be, I can't remember now, it was a year ago. Um, <laughs> and I entered the competition and I didn't win, which is fair enough. And um, she messaged me um, about my Instagram saying, um, we love how you promote the shop. Um, you always tag us, you always make a conscious effort. Now, I wasn't making a conscious effort in my mind. I was just buzzing that there was a shop in Doncaster where I could shop. Yeah. And it was, it was me in a shop yeah, yeah and also being big i could walk in there come out with a full outfit and accessories and not think shit melt's gonna fit me yeah, so yeah. i just tagged her and everything yeah. and then um, she was like we'd love to have you as a brand ambassador wow. i were often i were buzzing i were proper buzzing and then the other day i realized it's been like a year and I were really, really surprised. Yeah, you've gone really quick. Yeah, it's one of the best things that I have actually done. And like, she owns it herself. It's just one person. Right. And Zara don't realise how much I do appreciate being a brand ambassador for it because it's literally me in a shop and it's yeah. about individuality. It's about being a different... It's about people looking at you and thinking, what's she wearing? But in a good yeah. way because yeah, it yeah. raises like opinions and people think, oh... Maybe I could wear that. Yes, you crack on love. You wear that. You yeah. wear that dress you don't think you should wear. Um, <laughs> and I love it. And it, it stocks all my favourite brands. And I can just walk in there and know that I'm going to come out in an outfit. Yeah. What sort of stuff do they do in terms of like, how do you describe it? Like the word I will, went to were quirky. Uh, well, it is quirky, but it's... Like lots of bright, vibrant colours Yeah, so well. um, they stock steampunk and they stock um, remake vintage clothes yeah. and, like, pin-up and retro clothes. Um, so it's just like a... 
and like a like a <laughs> a vintage um, retro steampunk boutique. That there is There we great. go. I hope I've got that right. For fuck's sake. <laughs> there was a steampunk uh, event, weren't there, a couple of weeks ago yeah, in yeah. town, and we went into. We happened to be in town that day, and we're looking around, and I'm like, if you if you're listening or watching and don't know what steampunk is, Google it. It's cool as hell. Yeah. I I didn't really know much about. It. Do you know what it made me feel like? Did you ever see a film called Wild Wild West with Will Smith? I said I don't watch films. I uh, mean, <laughs> I mean, you might have seen that one. It's steampunk. No, it's really, really good, and that's like kind of got a steampunk feel to mm. it, like the fashion. Yeah. And it is. It's just really, really cool. But you obviously have to have a look at it to see how cool it is. Yeah. But that's quality. So you've been a brand ambassador with them for a year. Yes. And um, do you? Uh, uh, talking about it in a business sense, yeah. do you think that you have then genuinely helped that business? I'd like to think so. Yeah. Not just in the sense that, oh, look, I'm great, what I've done for you. Yeah, I, yeah. I hope I have on a personal, genuine sense because for me, I was screaming out for a shop like that for years. Yeah. And if that shop were there when I were at school, honestly, 100%, I think it would have helped me come out of my shell quicker. Yeah. Because I could just go into normal town centre and go and shop yeah. for shit that I wanted. So I genuinely hope I have. Yeah. I genuinely hope I have. That's good. Well, you've been brand ambassador for over a year now, so. Yeah. <laughs> you must be doing something right. I hope so, yeah. yeah. I mean, I suppose from her point of view as well, if she's looking for a brand ambassador, you're like, you are per- like you say, you are perfect for it. It's like it's almost like you made that shop. Well, I you mean. If you were going to make a shop, you'd be like, yeah, I love this stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's incredible. Um, so... You touched on earlier that obviously the whole influencer stuff, um, you've got over 10,000 followers now. I noticed you at 10,000 recently on Instagram yes. and then it's now on like, is it 10.6? Yeah. In a very like quick space yeah. of time. Have you felt like once you hit 10,000, it started to move much quicker? No? I, like I said to you earlier when we were talking off camera, I said once I hit 10,000, I'm not asked. Yeah. And I, I genuinely mean that. Yeah. Um, so like you say, without looking, I kind of just like, it was going up and up and I was like, what? Like I'd wake up in the morning and I wouldn't be looking at the follow count and then like a few days I'd look and I'd be like, shit, I'm like 10.4, 10, 10.5, 10.6. 10. And I don't know how that's happening yeah. really. Again, like I say, I don't, I don't think I value what I am doing as other people value it. No. I genuinely don't get it at times. Yeah. And I think that's why people relate to me because I'll be on my videos and I'll be like, I ain't got a fucking clue why you follow me or why are you watching this shit? Yeah. But if you like it, crack on. Yeah. So, yeah. That is great. Um, yeah, because I, I think that's what makes the best influencers are those people that don't realise that it's what they're doing. Yeah. I mean, there'll obviously be an element of you know oh, look, if I get this product or whatever, yeah. this brand, yeah. I know you'll get X amount of people and we'll see your products and stuff. But, like, just day to day, you sat there, you do lots of lives. You're like, do you call them, like, get ready with me lives? Yeah, or, but I, It's kind I of just, what it is, but I you don't just, name I it. I just talk shit, basically. Yeah, while you're getting ready for work but, or whatever you're yeah, doing. Yeah, it's mainly getting ready to go out, like, go out in Doncaster. So, you know what I mean? It's not... That's another thing. I'm not like, oh, I'm getting ready to attend this event. Yeah. So I'm getting ready to go flares. Yeah. And get pissed and yeah. sing on karaoke on a Wednesday. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> um, and again, that's probably why people relate to me. Mm-hmm. And just, it's just me in my surroundings. It's just me yeah. getting ready and like, you know, using 
knickers instead of tissue to blow your nails up. Like, <laughs> you've had, have you done that? Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, if you right, if you've got a cold and you use knickers instead of tissue, your nails don't get sore. What? Honestly, I'll have they to see have if dinner has got cotton, some spare you snap can't, knickers. They can't be like nylon or out. They have to be genuine cotton. Right, they, there Tip you go. <laughs> Bringing you hacks, everyday hacks. Yeah. <laughs> I never knew that at all. You love karaoke. Uh, you love karaoke. I do like karaoke. Yes. Um, What's your go-to when you're like, I am gonna bang this song uh, out share believe share believe or if on. i'm singing with my sister it's uh, four non-blondes what's up and usually if i'm pissed i like aim it at a bloke in the yeah. room i'm like yeah. what is going on because yeah. it's about feminism and i'm yeah, like yeah. what is what are you doing wrong yeah my sister's like you're gonna start fighting he's looking around away. like what the fuck's happening <laughs> yeah. just having a drink i just find some poor bloke <laughs> and i'm like this is your fault this is why i'm singing this song <laughs> yeah i do love a bit of karaoke um, I am ter- I'm good at this. Oh, well, I don't know if I'm good at it. Other people will be the judge of that. I enjoy doing this. But if somebody put a microphone in front of me like this and we're like, sing, I'd be like, I'd crumble. Yeah. I'd just be like, no, fuck that. I, I just can't do it. Yeah. And I don't know why, because usually, like, I will try almost anything, but karaoke is something I just can't do. Or do you just like, I'm just fucking going to hammer it a little bit? Oh, yeah, I used to do it at school. Well, not karaoke, but I used to sing at school and, like, in assemblies and shit. And um, singing for me and music and drama did, that were, like, <laughs> that were, like, my, like, saviour in school. That was my safe haven. I used to just mm. lock myself in music yeah. and just sing. Like, I used to have karaoke on YouTube. And every dinner I just used to go there and I did a choir as well. And I ran a choir, so that were that were my release. So I still find a release in music, even though I don't do it properly and I don't perform, I don't act anymore because I mm. used to. Yeah. That's still my release, and I still have like a great relationship with music in that yeah. sense. Do you have any inklings to go into any acting or that sort of creative? I field? think the community in Doncaster in acting. <sighs> It's very clicky, and I know right. I get shit for saying this. We are in cast. The theatre in Doncaster. Not cast. I'm, not, I'm actually not on about cast, but I'm not going to mention the Cast other. is amazing. I, I still, like, I've got, like, a thing coming up with the other play. That, like, if you want to act, amateur act, there yeah, we go. Yeah. I feel like you have to be in. Right. And I ain't in. Yeah. I'm far from in. <laughs> so I don't think... You know, that's not my vibe. I'm right. not going for that vibe. Because my little boy is only six right now. And he just, you know, when you look at someone and I try to be unbiased because obviously dads are like, my kid's better than every other kid. But even in an unbiased view, I look at him and I'm like, you were born to act. Make sure you, well, don't push him. No, but like, if that's what he wants to do, encourage him in every sense. Yeah. He's like, more like, he loves doing it. But then if I, I just worry when I put him into a, place where he has to maybe take instruction yeah. that's when he's a bit more like oh i want to act but i want to act doing my it's almost yeah. like he wants to be the director producer yeah. main, main lead and everything yeah. at the same time so but that's something that we're definitely looking to get into do you think it's maybe different for kids than oh adults? yeah definitely yeah. i think as soon as you hit a certain age you've got a personality you've got a persona you've got people who know you a little bit don't know you a little bit they already build assumptions mm. and i think when you're trying to get into anything it's hard when people have already got an opinion of you. Yeah. So I think maybe that's why I'm reluctant to like actively do it. Yeah, that makes sense. Cause I, 
like with kids what I love to see because we home educate as well so I get like a front row seat of a lot of stuff that most parents miss out on yeah. and like you'll go you'll go somewhere and adults find it really difficult to talk to each other when they don't know each other uh, and I kids always are just talk like, about this kids just don't give up no and hey I, up yeah do you yeah, know just that? Get on I with got it. a clue. I yeah. got a clue. I always wonder where do we lose that? I think yeah. adults can learn more from kids than kids yeah, can learn from adults. Because yeah, yeah. I'm like, where did we lose the ability to just like you have four kids in a room in five minutes they'll all be playing some magical game where usually all four of them will be playing a different game, but yeah. it'll be together. Yeah. And you think this is magic. And then um you'll go somewhere with I was going to say humans like kids are humans <laughs> with, with adults. With the humans. Yeah, with adults. And like adults are just really reluctant to talk to each other when they don't know each other. Yeah. I find it really strange. Yeah. I've got, oh, this is what I really want to ask you. What type of DMs do you get on Instagram? Because oh. you're so active on Instagram. And because obviously it's already out there so we can say like sometimes you post naked pictures and stuff well I don't make much, whoa, no, no, whoa. What, what Instagram will allow what Instagram will allow can I just clarify <laughs> please do I ain't got my vag out no no <laughs> yeah audio listeners on Apple Spotify or whatever we're both fully clothed <laughs> go on crack on right um, <laughs> um, so like I don't know. I think every girl gets it, to be honest. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and men. I could probably imagine men do as well. But it's just like weird people like, asking me to sit on them and shit. <laughs> so you've had... Well, have you had any other weird requests that you can recall? I, just, I, always, I always think, though, that... I have, but I mean, that room person and that room flares, and I can't discuss that because I'll definitely see them again. <laughs> um, so we're not that person gonna... knows who they are if they're listening. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, so we're not going to get into that, and my friend will be pissing herself if this is it. <laughs> She'll know exactly what I'm on about. Um, I don't know, I just get like... I don't know. Every girl gets... It's not because... Of my following her out, but no. like I do get a lot of people. Oh, like, we get the odd one, and we're called David and Danetta, and like even we get the odd one because people see a picture of Danetta pregnant and stuff. It's only every now and again though. Yeah. But nothing really outrageous. Oh, mine's to be like honest. an everyday basis. Yeah. Yeah, just just like hello, and I'm like, I ain't got a fucking clue who you are, mate. Block. Yeah. Block. But um, I don't actually get weird ones, but I do get asked like to do fetish shit a lot of time. And my response shit? is like, if you pay me, then maybe. <laughs> Can um, you imagine if one actually were like, all right then, I will pay you. I'd crack on. <laughs> It'd be my rate, so It'd be my rate. I'm very expensive. Right, the rate card will be in the description. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think, I, I don't know. I wouldn't actually like, you know, go along with it. But I mean, What's a grand between friends? <laughs> <laughs> I always wonder when these people send these messages, like, what are they actually expecting? You know, like, Do you they get think that, gonna yeah, get, you get like, like, oh, hello, pretty girl on Instagram. Do you want to meet up? And they, do they genuinely believe they're going to go, yeah, all right then? <laughs> I know. What response do they think they get? When I'm out, and I do this quite a lot, and I do this usually when I'm with my friend, if I get a DM, we just go, right, put your PayPal on it. Put, link your PayPal. Yeah. So I just keep sending them my PayPal, my <laughs> PayPal, and I tell you what, once it worked, right. it, how much did you get? A quid. <laughs> right. A quid to sit on someone's face. <laughs> That's cheap. No, somebody. I, I put a picture on Instagram, and I thought if you saved this, you owe me money. 
you know, because you can save the photos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And someone DM'd me, I'm like, just checking this is actually your PayPal. And I put, yeah, why, next minute. I was sat with my mum. I'm like, just got a quid, what for? Uh, well, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, my mum knows she's sound about it. Yeah. So yeah, it worked once. Once. I got a quid. <laughs> Couldn't even cash out because it's on PayPal. If I get a pay, if I get a quid on my card, you can't get a quid out. They were fucking pointless. Oh, to be a quid. And a quid? Surely <laughs> it's worth more than a quid. Yeah, no, well, apparently not. <laughs> <laughs> At least you know what where your customers are. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Right. So uh, one final bigger topic that I want to talk before I ask my I was going to say theoretical question. I think it's hypothetical. I'm thinking that I ask everybody. Oh. Um, Feminism. The yeah. one thing I wanted to say about feminism, because oh, because obviously when a man talks about feminism, yeah. it's very difficult for me to not mince, not min, not mix my words well, up nice. and offend people. Right, I'll be nice. But I, I like to hope that people that I, I have two girls, one on the way and a wife. Yeah. So I'm all for women doing whatever they want and being oh, equal such a man thing it is it say. is i know it is i know it is. i have a wife so that means i like women no no, no, <laughs> no. i'm just saying it means a bit more to me because yeah, i definitely. live it and i and i see the other side is what i mean yeah. by that but to me um what i see a lot of especially on social media is almost like the when you say you're a feminist people i think you alluded to it earlier kind of almost like you have to hate men oh and it's yeah. like no, if, if women say something and they hate men, they're not a feminist because that's not what feminism is exactly. about. Femini exactly. Femini God, fucking hell, it's hard to say for a start. <laughs> feminism <laughs> is about being equal. It's not about one side being more than the other, yeah. is it? Yeah. So th that's the whole bee in my bonnet I have is all this arguing online when I see people arguing about like kind of, oh, these women just hate men and all the rest of it. And I'm thinking... That's not what it's about. And and if that one particular woman you're talking about is about that, then she's not a feminist. That's exactly, not what it means. Exactly, yeah. So have you got anything to say on feminism? Um, I mean, I haven't <laughs> really. Um, but the idea of um, women hating men, mm. I think men just... Because the people who say that are the people who don't listen to the argument and don't do their research, mm -hmm. and they are completely just disregarding the idea that feminists needs to exist. So they're just like, women hate men. And that's yeah. what a feminist is. It's not. It's not. But I, what I will say is, when I was at school, I did sociology. I fucking hated feminism. Did you? The most ironic thing ever. For what reason? Were there any particular reason? Or? Because of how it was branded. Uh. I got an, uh, an A star in my mock exam for feminism because mm. literally your answer was so like they'll ask you questions like for um, feminists believe that what are the problem men honestly uh, and and so that's how schools were branded it yeah so that's what's going out and if we were talking about feminism it would always be so what do women think of a problem men and it that's not do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah And yeah. it was the way that it was branded. I was like, who's it? who are these people who yeah. ain't men? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So the way it's put out in schools is also done completely wrong. Completely wrong. As is many subjects. Like you were saying earlier, th this conversation actually has gone a, a different way to what I thought in some aspects where we spoke quite a lot about like the education system yeah. and stuff, which is something I, like, I am very vocal about the education. Like, yeah. Especially for somebody who... I went into school and I was very intelligent. 
and I got bullied and I lost it. I mm. lost it all. I could have easily come out with A stars and that, and that's not in a... Well, yeah, I am boasting because I could have, but mm. school fucked that up for me. Yeah. They fucked that up for me. Not not like personal people, just the system. Yeah. I got bullied and people didn't recognise until I had to do something extreme. And then they give you an award. <laughs> she must have got over it by now. I hadn't yeah. been holding for a bit. Yeah, Here is that, an award. Like, I'll shut her up. Yeah, it's just they, that's, there's something really wrong yeah, about that. Yeah, so the education needs to be done completely different. And I've heard stuff about my old school um, that, um, again, still reinforcing that idea that people need to be the same as each other. And it's just, it, it really does upset me. I'm not saying I went to the worst school in the world because I didn't. No. I'm saying it's the education system yeah. that is, is missing it completely. Yeah. Completely missing the ball. I definitely want to get on, if I can. <clears throat> some ed teachers, teachers yeah. to, to talk really specifically about education because obviously I, I've got a really clear view and quite a good view of it because I've got two girls who have gone through almost the whole way now and then I've got my little boy and then soon to be a little girl that will be home educated so it's mm. almost like I can see it f a full 360 yeah. view on education and my two girls that have gone through school have both had a massively different experience one of them is very very academic so exceeds at school and the other one is average uh, academically but really creative yeah but there's I nowhere for her to show creative. that yeah. it's like there's nowhere to really show it's, it it's like in school in, when you do your a levels you can't pick so this this is what i mean you can't pick three creative subjects you have to pick one creative mm. subject one academic subject and one subject that's so like re sociology or something like that so mm. if i went in i would have done um I wanted to do RE, but I failed that. But well, not, that weren't my fault. <laughs> um, I wanted to do RE, uh, drama and music, but yeah. I wasn't allowed to do both because uh, they were both creative subjects. Yeah. So I went for drama, but music and drama go hand in hand. Mm. So why not let somebody pursue that? Because we've got that ingrained idea that if you say at school, I want to be an actor, nah, you're being unrealistic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that, but, that. but being a doctor, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's it's reinforcing that idea that as long as you work hard and go to university, you can yeah, be able to be an actor. Yeah, the creative industry yeah. is unrealistic yeah. when you're at school. It does definitely. And feel they like don't that. feed that enough through schools that you can make it being creative. Yeah. And that if that is your genuine goal, then you go and do that. Mm. And they don't reinforce that enough. Yeah, it must be difficult having so many like like it's the whole. It's not people in particular. For me, it's like the whole system just needs re jigging around because i also understand one teacher looking after 30 kids you can't give the opportunities required to all 30 kids. No. It's, like, it's impossible so i would never blame teachers no it, like like we're saying i think is it's the system as a whole could do a bit of a shake up mm. figure out exactly what's important how we can get more opportunity different opportunities to as many kids as possible i built great relationships with no, I won't say a number of teachers because I would a bit like because I, I had pissed up out of me in my last few years I wore a bit of a dick um, because I was just trying to get through so however yeah. I felt necessary I just did it mm -hmm. um, so I wasn't a bad kid but I had an attitude and yeah. I still carry that today yeah. I, I mean like I say I'm very self-aware I know I've got an attitude <laughs> um, um, but I built great relationships with my teachers and I still value that now. Yeah. Um, like I say, one of them, uh, she was my school mum and I mean that in all sense of the word. Mm -hmm. I used to go to her, cry to her, swear to her, laugh with her. Do you know what I mean? So it's not 
the people, it is the system. Yeah, yeah, it is exactly. very much the system. Definitely. I like to finish off the podcasts on a the hypothetical question. This is because I listened to Jack Mate's podcast and he started saying it wrong and I was saying it right. So now I'm questioning what I say. It's definitely hypothetical. Other podcasts are very <laughs> I mean, to be honest, I don't need to be even labelling it. It's just a fucking question. Right. We'll <laughs> right. You've got to change your name right now, today, and live with this for the rest of your life in real life. So like, you can't be choosing stuff like, I don't know, uh, Jesus Christ or because I don't think you can legally call yourself that not that you even want to, I don't know if you might <laughs> but you've got to change your name now you can choose like first name middle name last name if you want don't overcomplicate it let's just go for first go on then what Rosie Rosie yeah any reason why whole lot of Rosie ACDC that's it. That's it. That is so all. You... The... Sorry, that one as interesting no. as you no. You were like, that's it. This has happened twice in a row now. I asked Jeff when I recorded with Jeff. We went on for half an hour talking about the name Jeff, which was fantastic. I asked um, Lisa Hensby. She had this story about she used to go out clubbing, calling herself Sabrina. I saw that. I saw yeah, that. which were hilarious. Yeah. And then I asked Michaela straight away. She was like, "Yeah, Jessica Rabbit." I'm like, "Oh, is that it?" Yeah, sorry to like, disappoint. You're like Rosie. Of course it's Rosie. Of course it's... How do you not know it's Rosie? How do you not know that? Yeah, that's it. Brilliant. Uh, your mug. Is this your mug? Yeah. Look at this. So on Instagram, at rollingwithlindsay underscore. I did get a big screen, but it's okay. I'm not bitter. Oh. I'm not bitter at all. Don't you worry. <laughs> I will promote the crap out of this. <laughs> so yeah, that's where you are. Rolling without the G on the end, because you're cool. Yeah. And I'm going to tell you the reason, because people are like, Rolling with Lindsay, that's a shit Instagram name. I have rolls, rolling, so if you follow me, you're going to be rolling with Lindsay, but I also have fat rolls. Yeah. That's that's the idea. I got it straight away, and I thought, genius. Yeah, because if you follow me, you're literally going to be, like, following everything I do, so you are rolling with me. Yeah. Yeah. Brilliant. And the person that told you was shit well called at Andy four nine two five six <laughs> underscore seven, probably. Oh dear. <laughs> right, so that is it. You can get me on that David podcast on Instagram and YouTube. And the podcast is now on Apple and Spotify, which is like quite a big fucking deal. I have seen. I've seen. Amazing. So thank you very much for coming. I yeah, really appreciate right. that. And I really like how open and real that you've been just as you are in your own stuff. Yeah. I know coming on to somebody else's stuff and like microphones in your face and I watch you with this. I be. thought what if I'm not like I am but I think I've just been you legit you've been brilliant thank you very much no worries thank you I don't know how to end this peace out Jeff <laughs> yeah. Jeff. Jeff press stop <laughs> that is it that is it that is it I know everyone from. that is it I worked for East Yorkshire Blazing for four hours and for four hours four hours um, and I had the big cord flares in hot pink yeah. used to wear like little Disney t-shirts and have loads of bracelets on and I was bereft and I walked into Barca that morning but it's super multicultural bombshell or whatever I've never voted it's because we actually stole it what do you think about what Joe Brand said if I talk about it and people watch it and they don't like it they will hate me is he a complete psychopath is he awful do we hate yeah, him yeah. which is a horrible tragic story yeah the joke is hilarious. Like, do I yeah. want to do it because I want people to know what I think, or do I want to do it because I think it'd do well on YouTube? Just a little bit to like lift. And I would never have known that she'd had it yeah. done. You can't get those eyebrows back after no, a while. No. You fucked them up. Yeah. It's been four hours. Four hours we've been doing yeah. this.